Well, the week is finally upon us. My first WrestleMania. Lucky you. It is. I'm so excited for this weekend. Yeah. And I can't wait to be there. Yeah, two days away. Maybe. Maybe. Well, for me, yeah. Maybe, maybe you two days, me probably two, maybe four. I'm going to have to go on this shitty bus by myself. I'm okay. very miserable. I know. But I'm already very miserable. You know the situation. Yeah, no, I'm not blaming you. Huh? But uh, I will probably be, I will be there Thursday. Hopefully. Happy and fucking birthday, by the way. Thank you. It is my birthday. It is. It was It was this past Sunday. It was, it is. Dude, they know we record on Sundays now. There's no need in bullshitting the people. Yeah, but it is my birthday, and I had a pretty too sweet day. Yeah, that's good. How was the hangover? Terrible. Well, if but. it makes you feel better, I haven't drank a thing, and I felt like I've had a hangover all day anyway, so. Yeah, you, you want to do some shit today. But I just, we're here. We're here at the big prediction show. We are. Three huge shows today, we're predicting. Huge. Huge. Big. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back with a proper intro after a word from our sponsors. Before we get into this week's episode of Champions Advantage, I'd just like to take the time to remind you the schedule for this week on the Turnbuckle Topics Network. Yesterday on April 1st was Mass Prediction Monday with at Cuda underscore Junior. Of course, you are listening right now to the Bet Part 2 with us here at Champions Advantage. Tomorrow on April 3rd, we will have an Against All Odds review with Chris Panero. You can find him at Old School Pants. That's S-K-E-W-L-P-A-N-T-Z. On April 4th, it'll be the Rundown Previews and Predictions with Ron and Linz. You can find them at TT underscore for you and at Linz Be Honest. And on April 5th, a United We Stand review once again with Chris Panero at Old School Pants. That is what is up and coming this week on the Turnbuckle Topics Network. I just have one question for you. Who's ready for the fucking Survivor Series? I'm getting ready for the Summerfest. Yeah? Um, that is one of the most nonsensical songs in, on Earth. I, like, I don't get it. Like, the song's clearly about... It's supposed to be about WrestleMania, at least, but... It is about, indeed, Survivor Series. And Mean Gene randomly popping in, Who Will Survive? Multiple times. Oh, speaking who. I watched WrestleMania 24 today, at your request. Recommendation. Recommendation. I, I didn't say, is... hey, you fuck... Watch WrestleMania 24. At your recommendation, I watched WrestleMania 24 today. Yeah. And there were entirely too many people in, with, in the crowd with Wick Flair signs with that H after the fucking W in oh, Woo. Who? who? So it was basically it's, it's, who? They're saying who. I wanted to jump through the TV, lock, lock their chest, lock their chin right on my shoulder, and drop down to my hiney. So what would be worse? The, the who sign or the R-I-C-K Flair sign? R-I-C-K Flair. Yeah. R.I.C.K. Flair is the all-time worst sign in history. <laughs> that, there's been a lot of them, too. I don't... I see what you're doing there. How many Spike Dudley gets as you've seen on Twitter the last few days? Dude, it's funny because Des sent me a video. It's like Spike Dudley's greatest bumps, and it was out of nowhere. He's like, I love this video. And I'm like, damn. I'll check that out. Yeah. But um, we are here. We are in the... We, we are a quarter mile from the exit on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, but with New York traffic, it's still going to take us a fucking... Two days to get there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's why he says we're a couple days out here. Yeah. But we're taking a Greyhound bus up there. If all goes well. 
Fogo as well. Well, you're definitely taking a Rayhan Buzz up there. Yeah. I'm thrilled if you can't tell. Yeah. I'll bring a, I'll bring an acoustic guitar and we'll sing. Rainbow no, Rainbow no, you won't. But we are here. I do have. I do have. I was going through my shit and I found WWE Legends Uno. Excuse me. It's like Uno, but like all the cards are like Legends, like Bushwhackers, like the Green Four. Oh, what a fucking legend! Yeah, it's weird because there's no Hogan, so I'm wondering like what time period this is released. It might have been when he's in TNA, but there was there was Ric Flair, so I don't know. Maybe they didn't like Hogan at the time it came out. So yeah, you know, Hogan's image in the WWE goes through peaks and valleys. That's that's an understatement to say the least. But uh, while we're here, there's supposed to be a payoff to the bet part one. Of course, you're listening to the bet part two. So do you want to explain to everyone why you won't be in Times Square dressed as Kane? Yes, and I'm as upset as everybody else no, is. Not. No, you, you have no idea just how in I am for that. But here's my explanation. Someone, my identity got stolen. Like two months ago. To like a this, certain this wasn't This wasn't a recent development. No, it was exactly two months ago because it was February 1st. Oh, my God. And I kept getting sure that uh, everything was going to be returned and my money was going to be returned. But it hasn't to this moment. I'm really banking on this week. Yeah, you're about to go on vacation with no bank account. I have I have an option for that as well. Well, that's good because that would be no bueno. Yeah, that guy, he's going to get me. But uh yeah, he is. That guy's that guy's coming for you. He's better. You better hope. He- and I love wrestling as much as the next fucking guy. But I could not wrap my I cannot bring myself to make a bank account specifically to buy a cane costume. I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. I mean, you could always gave me the money and I would have fucking bought it. There, there were ways around this. Yes, but there, there was. But I was going to buy it, and this is you know this should not have taken this long. You know how miserable I've been dealing with people. Nothing surprises me anymore. It's just, it's ridiculous. Nothing so, surprises me anymore. So, we're going to push this off to probably Extreme Rules. Yeah, so here's, here's the deal. We're going to go to Extreme Rules, and I'm dead ass serious when I say this. I work Saturday nights into Sunday mornings. So, I get out of work. Sunday morning at 7 a.m. I'm driving directly from work to your house, picking you up, and we're going right to Philly. I mean, to I'll film. drive if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're working all night. Well, you could drive my car because aren't you going to have work Monday morning? So drive my car there and I'll drive home since you, so you could sleep. So I could sleep on the way there and you could sleep on the way home. That's months away. We can figure that out. Well, that's not the point. I'm, anyway, we're filming, we're filming a full day of vignettes of you as Kane in Philly. Buying a fucking cheesesteak, going to the Liberty Bell. I'm making you make up for this. It's, I'm down. I'm completely so, down. So he will be dressing as, as long Kane. as you can go to the Rocky statue. We could that. Of course, you're gonna you're gonna do like the fucking Kane fire thing, make fire appear in front of Rocky. So, or just a lighter, a big lighter. Yeah. So. But yeah, that. that is that is the that is the situation. It sucks, but it will get paid off double fold. Yeah, um, it certainly will. So, so today, yeah. Do you want to explain the bet part two now or with the predictions? What do you think? Do you think we should go over it right now? Just what it is. Uh, yes. I mean, I have like the whole synopsis of the of the item right here. Okay, so the loser of this WrestleMania weekend bet will be doing a little reading on Twitter Live. So, are we doing it on Twitter Live or we could do a review on the podcast? What do you want to do? Well, oh, we're doing it, it on Twitter. We're doing Live. it on Twitter Live. Okay, fair, fair enough. Because they have the, the, I feel like it's get more clicks. Yeah. On Twitter Live than anything else. All right. That's fair. So I say we give the loser like a month and a half to read this thing, you know, because I'm not going to fucking rush my way to fucking read this thing if I lose. But I I will pay up 
So let's let's set a date right now. So WrestleMania weekend, we'll be back on the we'll tenth. Be, we'll be back on the tenth. So let's say, well, yeah, ninth, technically the ninth. So let's say the loser has to read the book. Well, not read it, just give a review on Twitter Live by, let's say May twenty third. No, could... there's only one day. That this oh. book could be could be reviewed by May nineteenth. You know what? That actually works because that's a Sunday. Are we May nineteenth? You want to do this on May nineteenth? What like? Is May nineteenth gonna end up being a cane show? I mean, I we record on Sunday, so like, I think May nineteenth. Actually, no, because that's gonna be the double or nothing go home show. Damn AEW ruining our plans. But anyway, yeah, Twitter live May nineteenth. That's a good call. That's a good call. That gives us a little over a month to read this thing. And spoiler alert: obviously, it's a book. So the loser of this bet part two will have to do a full review of, I cannot believe this is a real thing, Journey into the Darkness, an unauthorized history of Kane. Now this isn't this isn't a biography. No, this is not about Glenn Jacobs. This is a novel about the character Kane, and I'm going to read you the synopsis of this book. <clears throat> Kane has always been a dark, complex, and haunted man. Fans have been drawn to him. They have wondered what caused his pain and suffering. What is his motivation? Instead of basking in the glow of the spotlight, Kane has shunned attention. Kane did not utter a single word for the first years of his career. In a time when superstars screamed for attention, he drew in the masses with only his presence. Journey into the Darkness is the story of a boy who suffers an unspeakable childhood tragedy, losing his family in a fiery blaze. This left him alone and at the mercy of strangers who whispered about this friendless child who must be cursed. Jesus. Follow Kane into a terrifying place that few would dare to go. His life. That's just the most incredible thing I've ever heard in my life. Yep. So, you get this book pretty cheap if you're if you're interested. Um, you get it from thriftbooks.com for four ninety nine. It's out of stock at Barnes and Nobles, but if it was in stock, it'd be a dollar ninety nine. So, the Kane book is is affordable if you're interested in reading in reading along with us about about Kane. I'm actually, like, even if I lose, I want to read this book. No, me too. Me too. Because it just, it really interests me. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous in the most ridiculous but best way. Yeah. Possible. I feel like it's like seeing oh the Oh my evil. god, so I'm on the prowrestling.fandom.com and there's like a page about this book and, oh my god. I'm just going to read, I'm just going to read the, uh, the, the synopsis on this website. Journey into the Darkness is a 2005 novel. Uh, published by Pocket Books for World Wrestling Entertainment. The book is a, fici- a fictionalized history of professional wrestling character Kane, portrayed by Glenn Jacobs. The story ties together pieces of real-life Glenn Jacobs with Kane, such as giving the character the name Glenn Jacob Calloway. <laughs> Holy shit, they took Taker to shoot last name. Jesus, that's, that's a whole lot of kayfabe breaking. <laughs> and the idea that he took the name Kane from his mother's maiden name, as she was referred to several times as Susanna Kane. The story often very sparingly deals very sparingly with the character of The Undertaker, Kane's storyline brother. This is the first WWE fiction novel. The Calloway name is spelled with two L's in the book, which runs contrary to the spelling of Mark Calloway, who only has one L. Really? Yes. He only has one L? Apparently. This may have been done for the purposes of kayfabe, as Jacobs, who portrays Kane, is not legitimately related to Mark Calloway. You don't fucking say. Were they born in two different countries? Well, Kane was born in Spain, so yeah. I don't think Undertaker was born in Spain. Yeah. Um... This, this is fascinating. Holy shit, the book also interweaves Gene Snitsky, who Kane has been feuding with. It, oh my god, I gotta read this book. I'm, 
It states, Kane is a victim of a rare disorder called hereditary sensory and autonomic neuropathy. This meant Kane was incapable of feeling anything. <laughs> Whoa. Like, why the fuck did he have so many friends? Like, Kane so wait, this is also bringing in Sino Evil. Isn't that, isn't that what he has in Sino Evil? Dude, this, this is deep. This is released a full year before Sino Evil, though. So I'm thinking Sino Evil might be based on this fucking book. Awesome. So yeah, that's... And look at this cover art. I know you can't see it, but I'm going to show you this cover art. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like King Con, King, King Con Bundy. It's Kane's big red-ass face. Um, so yeah. It was, uh, I'm very excited to one of the author, One of the authors was David Stern. The former NBA commish was just writing up about Kane. It'd be funny if it was actually David Stern. It would be hysterical. But yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be what the loser's going to have to do, and it's going to be fucking hysterical. Although I feel like you'll 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 enjoy this. You'll sickly enjoy giving a review. Oh, I'm gonna read passages of this book. I'm I might be shirtless. It's just the whole what? thing. What? No. Go ahead, sneak in your line. No, not yet. I mean, that, that feel that felt that felt like a good setup. Well, why wouldn't the people want to see oh. 282 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal? <laughs> <laughs> I can think of about 20 reasons why they wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, and two of them are my titties. Oh <laughs> God, damn. <laughs> Um, All right. I don't even know what segment, what segment are we in We're right still now? in the intro, pal. Well, up next is the news. Yep. So, Mike. Well, you're, you're, you're almost coming through your goddamn jeans there to tell me something. Well, I'm not wearing jeans, but are you aware of who Tom McGee is? Should I be? No. Absolutely not. If then you no. don't know about this, then you shouldn't be. No, I'm a, I'm a virgin wrestling fan right now, and I want you to so Tom exclude McGee, your knowledge all over me. Tom McGee. Goddamn, No. I don't know if that's supposed to be a transition for a blue chew ad or something, but let's no. not let's not go there. It wasn't. But um Tom McGee was this guy. He's from Manitoba. The same province that gave us greats such as Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega. This guy was like an anomaly. He won strongman competitions. He was a black belt in karate. And he was like a world champion gymnast. And the Hearts saw this guy and they took him under his wing. Stu Hart trained him. Probably lived with them like that's how it's weird it is up there. Yeah. Um he was so good that he debuted in Japan against Ricky Shoshu. And then Vince McMahon caught hold of this guy. And he, he gave him a tryout match in Rochester, New York in nineteen eighty six in front of eighty two hundred people. And uh he was still very green at this point. And they basically they put him with Brett because they knew that Stu trained him. And then then, his, then, like, this crazy-ass thing happened. Bret Hart went to Tom McGee and said, give me three things you could do well. And Tom McGee gave him three things he could do well, and they went out and had a match so good that Vince McMahon stood up in Gorilla and said, I found my next world champion. I found the guy to replace Hulk Hogan. And this was in 1986. And this guy, he had the fucking, he had the look. He was ripped. He didn't have a receding hairline like Hogan. He had, like, long, blonde curly hair if you were going to build a wrestler in the 80s it was going to be tom mcgee but then something happened so tom mcgee got signed and we out and we went out he worked the house show loop and he started working guys that just started working underneath guys and he was the shits he was awful he was so bad that he was gone from the company shortly thereafter he had a couple tv matches he had, i've heard about this he had one against he had one against arn anderson um, fuck you can't work with arn anderson no and that's the thing he had one of the worst matches with Arn Anderson you've ever seen. Like some of his TV matches on, are on YouTube. I, I recommend you search Tom McGee on YouTube. They're bad. But this Brett match, it's crazy because everyone, 
Every Dave Meltzer said after this match that he's gonna be a superstar. Like everyone thought that this guy was gonna be so good, and then and then no one really knows what happens. So Colt Cabana on his podcast, he talked about when he worked for WWE, they let you request. They give every month they send you like a request form, and you could request any match in the archives like that you want. And he'd request he'd request like a bunch of matches every month, and every month this match would be on the list. And every month, all of his requests would be delivered on DVD, except for this match. It was, it was like, buried. Wait, Cabana would or Meltzer? Cabana would. Meltzer got a copy in, like, the 90s somehow. Like, So it's, it's like a tape trader's wet dream, is what you're saying? Not even, because it's impossible to get. They, like, Bret Hart has it. Meltzer so got it somehow. It's a rocket-firing Boba Fett of... I don't know if you know how rare that is. No, but it's... But they only made one line in Japan because they couldn't fire. So... A couple couple days ago, this Twitter account, at Mary Kayfabe, uh, tweeted that she had the tape. She tweeted a picture. But the thing is, they wrestled They wrestled twice. They wrestled once in 86, which is the legendary match. Then they wrestled again in 1989, which was, wasn't as good. But the 1986 match is legendary, and this at Mary Kayfabe uh, posted a picture of the VHS tape and claimed that she had it. And a lot of people doubted her, including me, because, like, this is, like, the wrestling fans' holy grail. Like, everybody wants to see this fucking match. And, like, uh, so a lot of people doubted her and probably right to do so. But on March 30th, she tweeted this gif of the match, and it's out there. She had, I mean, go to at Mary Kayfabe and look at her tweet from March 30th. She tweeted a gif of the match. She has it. It's there. And, like... I'm really hoping that the WWE sees this, that, like, it got leaked out there somehow, and they put it in the hidden gem section on the network because I want to see this match so bad. And, like, this... this Look at this guy. This guy made... That Vince, was like fucking He-Man. This guy made Vince McMahon stand up and say, I found our next world champion. My God. You have me so interested right now. Dude, it's like... This is like wrestling folklore. And, like, this match is, like... It's... It's out there. And, dude, it's, I feel like if you see this match and you watch the matches after him, uh, if you watch the matches, his other TV matches, you will, you will take back every bad word you've ever said about Bret Hart. Because if this match is as, like, legendary as everyone says, then. Oh, she included Bix. Yeah. Oh. Well, say what you want about the guy personally, but, like. He's been one of the guys championing for championing for this tape to come out forever. It's Oh, uh, I'm I'm so interested. I'm going to read about this all night. You're right. I'm going to read about this all night. Dude, I'm, it's it's the like, most fascinating thing. Let's like, get this episode over so we can do I can do this. It's I just can't believe it's like someone actually has the copy of the tape in 2019. It's crazy. <laughs> she it, says that uh I think she worked closely with Brett and uh Brett gave her the tape because Brett has the tape. And so so Brett probably has the tape and Vince probably has the tape. Yeah, it's not Vince personally, but the archives. It's definitely in the archives, but for some for some reason they won't release it and like it's weird like it's not like Tom McGee went out and like murdered his family. Benoit, yeah. And like I don't get why it's so secret. Like I don't know what it is. It's so this match is supposed to be phenomenal. I, I honestly think that Vince was so hurt 
that he thought he had his next world champion, and it turned out his next world champion was fucking Bret Hart because he made the guy look like a million bucks. That he just buried this in the archives forever. Like, I I want to see this. I want to I I want to see like this is the perfect thing for the hidden gem section on the network. Like, please put it up, please. Or she could just tweet it. Well, she said for legal reasons she's not going to because she's afraid that they would sue her because you know they technically own it. You know what I mean? I mean, if there's multiple tapes, she owns that tape. Yeah, but she doesn't own the content. Because Brett got the tape from WWE, and she got the tape from Brett. So WWE owns the tape, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so she basically said she's not posting the whole thing for legal purposes. And, oh my god, <laughs> that's unrelated, but that's funny. But it's, even Tyson Kidd commented on her like one tweet, and it's like, they were wrong to doubt you. It's. This is interesting. Dude, it's crazy. I'm going to read about this all night. You're right. Let's see. And I tweeted. What did I. I quoted a tweet the other day. But, like, all you can find all those other matches. Yeah. Like, I I Googled this match and. Yeah, Yeah, no, you can. (coughs) You can find the Arn match. It was. You could find. You could find. Look at that. Dude, this guy. This guy has abs on his tits. Dude, he was, like, a tremendous athlete, but. That's what makes it even more fascinating. Like, how can you be a world champion gymnast, a fucking karate black belt, you've won strongman competitions, but you just can't make it work in the 1980s WWF? It's not like they were doing fucking tope suicidas and, like, fucking corkscrew planches that you had to keep up with. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't get how he didn't, like, that's what makes it so fascinating. Like, I've seen all his other matches and he's the shits. But in this match, he looked like a, a trillion bucks. It's like it's the most one of the most fascinating tales in wrestling history. Uh, it is. It's very fascinating. And I know I I was gonna say if someone from WWE is listening to this, which I could guarantee they're not, just release the match, please. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be a conglomerate of fans who are very appreciative of this match. It's like, it's legit the holy grail. It's if if they said you could you could this is if I had three wishes from a genie, seeing this match would be one of them. It's the Holy Grail. Um, the now, only... now, playing uh, Schrodinger's cat here, would you wish the match just for you, or would you have it put on the network? No, oh, I'd put it on the network. I know there's a lot. Like, Colt Cabana wants to see this fucking match back. I listened to his, uh, I'll send you the link when, once once we're done recording, but, um, yeah, dude, I'll, it's crazy. It's... So, so, so the people, are, so the pe- all the people who have, have seen it are this lady, Brett, and everybody at that show that night and Dave Meltzer. Those are the only people confirmed to see it. I don't know how many people, like, Brett has shown the tape to and whatnot, but, like, it's it's fascinating. Like, why won't they release the match? Like, there has to be, like, I don't get it. Why does she have a working VCR? It's 2019. Because she knew she had this fucking tape. If I knew I had this tape, I'd have a work. I If I got this tape, I'd buy a VCR on eBay right now. Wow. Well. I'm very excited to read about this all night. But yeah, that's the that's the legend of Bret Hart versus Tom McGee. I'm very wow. He dropped some knowledge on me there. Vince, Vince thought he Vince thought Vince thought he saw his next world champion in that video, and it turns out he did, but it just wasn't who he thought it was. Yeah, it was the overrated one. Dude, he made Tom McGee look good. I have to see this. I I, I have to see this. Man, because it's my emotion. Dude, it's it's. I have it accidentally. Taped over my Rugrats in Paris videotape. Yeah. Yeah. So I have it as well. Yeah. 
I just found out about it, but I haven't. Cool, cool. You have to show me after. I will. But yeah, that's the that's the Bret Hart Tom McGee stuff. Like, I'm excited that a because like you know Dave Dave Meltzer has been on the stretch the truth, so he could have claimed he saw it, but like the fact that we know like the videotape exists is like it's kind of promising. It's like it's out there. It's it's not just urban legend. So any other year, I would say WWE would not put it on. But they've done some pretty impressive shit lately. They put the la- the Lost Battle of Atlantis on the Hidden Gem section. Like, dude, this is what Hidden Gems was made for. This is like, I don't... This is the Hidden Gem. This is this is the Hidden Gem, yeah. So, I don't know. I just This and the Marshall WrestleMania 9. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's that's fair. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Bret Hart and Tom McGee. I'm very, very excited yeah. to read about this all night. So, uh, let's move on. Um... There was a title change one week ago on SmackDown, and this has gotten a lot of criticism, I guess would be the word to best describe just it. confusion. I just was not, I did not understand So it. Charlotte Flair defeated Asuka. Uh, what do you make of this? Um, obviously, we were recording this before Raw, so I'm sure what titles will be on the line Sunday. Yeah, we'll, we have no idea how know. this is going to work. The, the, the speculation is it'll basically be Whoever gets pinned or submitted will lose their title. So if Charlotte beat Ronda, she'd be a double champ. If Ronda beat Charlotte, she'd be a double champ. If Becky beat Ronda, she'd be Raw Women's Champ. If Becky beat Charlotte, she'd be SmackDown Women's Champ. I was talking to my grandfather today and about this. I guess this. if Charlotte just beat Becky, she'd just keep her title and not get Ronda's. Yeah. They can't do that. That's too convoluted. Yeah, you'd have no idea what that... That hasn't stopped them from this storyline. Well, I, I shouldn't say they can't. There was work Ronda's. shoots and a former UFC fighter and a punched ref and yeah. a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, so I don't... What do you make of the title change? I mean, there's a lot more people that are angrier than I am. I was going to say, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I don't hate it either. I'd, re- I'd rather have that title in this match than have Asuka have a worthless fucking opponent. That's that's what I was getting into. So, I know a lot of people are upset about the deal, but listen. The Vince Asuka, hates Japanese people. Asuka is going to be fine. On, online. It's not like she got fucking squashed like a geek. She went out there and had like a great fucking match with Charlotte. With the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Um... I would rather see Asuka dominate the Battle Royal and destroy everyone and then her face either Naomi, Carmella, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose in a match that would probably get like five minutes. Yeah. Like, people are complaining about WrestleMania being so long. Well, this eliminates a match and like... I don't know. I get why people are upset, I guess. But I think people are making a bigger deal out of it than what it is. Asuka isn't fucking buried... She's not dead, like... No, people, people... That's one big complaint I have about wrestling fans. They confuse l- losing and burying entirely too much. Yeah. Like, you have to be able to lose. If you can't lose and not get back on your feet, you fucking suck. I'm sorry. I'm not saying anybody does, because Oscar sure as hell doesn't. But... It's not... She's not buried. At all. And maybe this will... Maybe this will lead to a, a character change with a more serious Asuka where she's like, because now she's like, she kind of, she kind of like, I don't want to say she's like a clown, but she's very confident. She dances around because she's confident and she knows she could beat your ass. Maybe this leads to a more serious Asuka who's more serious and just beats the fuck out of people. Like, let's see where they. Maybe she'll demask and have charcoal all over her face. Oh, God. Let's, oh, God. Let's, let's at least see where it goes before we crucify them like i know the track record isn't great but 
I don't know. I I understand why they want both championships to be involved in the first woman's main event in WrestleMania. No, yeah, history. I get I, it. I, I especially especially if they're going where we're all talking about later. It I, makes even more sense. I with, think I think your theory is right. I really do. Like I, that's what it's that's what it's, it, especially they do whoever you beat. That's what title you get. Um, yeah. I feel like there's gonna be some shenanigans. There's gonna be some many shenanigans. But I will get to that in our WrestleMania predictions, which will be down the line. Yeah. So I want to talk about TV title changes, not the television championship. Title changes that have happened on television. So I have compiled a list of all the of all the title changes that have occurred on TV since August 2018. And so I'm going to go over them real quick. August 2018. The New Day defeats the Bludgeon Brothers to become SmackDown Tag Team Champions. September 2018. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler defeat the B-Team to become Raw Tag Team Champions. October 2018. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose defeat Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler to become Raw Tag Team Champions. The Bar defeat the New Day to become SmackDown Tag Team Champions. November 2018. There's not. Oh, November 2018. There's two. Yeah, that's right. I had a, this. This is a mental list. I don't have these in front of me. Daniel Bryan defeats uh, AJ Styles to become WWE champion. AOP defeats Seth Rollins to become Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, let's see. Do we have any in December? Yes, we did. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode defeat AOP to become Raw Tag Team Champions. January. 2019. Oh, there's another one in December. Rusev defeats Shinsuke Nakamura to become United States champion. Yes. January 2019. Bobby Lashley defeats Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins to become Intercontinental champion. Uh, R-Truth defeats Shinsuke Nakamura to become U.S. champion. February 2019. The Revival defeat Chad Gable and Bobby Roode to become Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, let's see, February. I think there's another one in February that I'm missing. Oh, R-Truth defeats Shinsuke Nakamura to become United States Champion. You already said that one. Did I? No, I said Rusev beat Shinsuke. And then you said R-Truth beat Shinsuke. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. Yeah, because Shinsuke right. won it back at Rumble. You're right. You're and then right. R-Truth beat Shinsuke. So, uh, February. Yeah, that was February. All right, March. Samoa Joe defeats R-Truth to become United States champion. You were there. We were there. Um, let's see. Oh, Lashley defeats Finn Balor to become Intercontinental champion. Is it me or is there, like, been an abnormal amount of title changes on television? Like That's a lot. This seems like... Two I, of them were due to injury, though. This seems like this was common in the Attitude Era. This happened all the time in the Attitude Era. Vince oh, Russo my would God. Flop belts on a I watched basis. a lot of Raw from... I was watching Raw's over the summer from... 90, 99. Yeah, that's and like there, prime. And, and there was title, title changes all over every single fucking show. Yeah. There was a WWE Championship match nine episodes in a row at one point. Jeez. So what do you make of this? Is there something making me? Two of those were due to injury, so get rid of those two, two of them. Uh, was I knew they beat the Bludgeon Brothers due to injury. Yeah. And uh, who beat AOP? Uh, Rudin Gable. Rudin Gable. Because Razor was hurt. I think he got hurt after that because they had a rematch. I, I don't know. 
Does it really affect you that much? I don't really care. Change, just, change, I, change titles on television once in a while. I just thought it was interesting. I feel like the number. I feel like the number doesn't really matter, because you know it keeps it fresh. It does. It can't be you can't be predictable and like expect the, nobody expects title changes on television, but you you can't be predictable and not do them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's fine. There's definitely not enough on pay per views. But there's until I don't know. I don't. I really don't have any thoughts because. It doesn't really affect me that much. It's a continuing, ongoing story. Where where certain chapters happen in this story doesn't really matter as long as the story ends correctly. That's my thoughts on that. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I just thought I just thought it was uh, it was interesting. Um, uh, I don't. I really didn't have. I really didn't. I really don't have any thoughts on it. It's. If they want to change titles on TV, they can change titles on TV. It's just... If a lot of these title changes are happening during the period where they had their record low ratings, I was just wondering, do you think that had anything to do with it? I think they said, oh, let's change it up, give some people some title changes on television. I mean, it's possible, but do you I think don't know it's that's just Vince's, Do you think it's just Vince's like, inability to make a decision and stick with it and always changing creative? I think, I think that's more to blame than anything else. I See, I kind of I agree. Because, um, you know, Vince is indecisive as fuck. Yeah. Not that he's indecisive, he just changes his mind consistently. But, uh, wait, no, I said he's indecisive then. But, yeah, it doesn't really affect me that much, to be honest with you. I think it's kind of a non-issue, more than it is an issue. That's fair. So, now that we're out of the philosophical part of the show, no one from Dragon Gate's going to be at WrestleCon. Yeah, um, there was a visa issue. Uh, same thing that happened with, uh, the whole, the whole uh, Pac deal. His, it was probably the same deal. They submitted all the paperwork, and it just wasn't taken care of. You know, our immigration system has just been so good. Yeah, um, it's it's disappointing because they were scheduled for a lot of shows that weekend, and now now they can't. You guys um, don't get paid. Yeah, uh, it's just. It sucks, and I guess the only the only bright side of it for us was that uh, some of the top matches for WrestleCon Super Show got announced. We know Zack Sabre's open challenge will be answered by Shane Strickland. Um, Bandito vs. Osprey is already announced. That match is going to be stupid. That match is going to be crazy. That match is going to be absolutely stupid. I really hope I'm there for that. They confirmed that SCU will be on the show. Very excited. Liger will be on the show. Oh, yes. And... Yeah, that's that's the whole. So we could possibly be seeing Liger twice. Well, we both, well, I'll be, yeah, we will, yeah. You're definitely seeing Liger twice. If I, if you don't go to that show, I really might not go to that show. Yeah, don't weigh that on me. I'm no, I don't mean to pressure. Don't you, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? I'm not, I'm not like pressuring you. I mean, there's nothing you could do. It's out of your hands. If you can't make it Thursday, you can't make it Thursday. You got a personal issue you're dealing with. Yeah. It's just I'm not gonna go to that show by myself. I'm just not gonna do it. I get it. I will be there. I'm I'm gonna be very happy I'm there. But that match will be stupid, but it's just sucks. Like this I mean, this shit's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen, but it just kinda sucks that it does. They were just we're just reporting on it happened. We really have no thoughts on it, do we? It sucks. It's that's my really that's my thought. I mean I would rather see them at WrestleCon, but like I, I feel like Bandito versus Osprey is worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the Viceland documentaries? 
Oh, yeah, we could just mention that they're, that they're going to happen. Um, uh, do you have, do you have, uh, they know they start this Wednesday. The first one will be. Uh, no, Monday. not this Wednesday, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. We, we, I forgot what day we released. We released on Tuesday, so next Wednesday. Um, the Wednesday after WrestleMania. So right after you go to, right after you watch NXT, uh, you can go ahead and tune into the Viceland docs. The first one will be the Randy Savage and Elizabeth story. Then I believe the screw job is the second one, the Montreal screw job. Uh, that's what we're trying to get now, but it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a true uh, true crime series. Yeah, basically, it's it's looking it's called the Dark Side of the Ring, I believe, and it's basically looking into. Oh, they're they're using David David Shoemaker's book. Oh, that's good. I like David Shoemaker a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just trying to find the episodes. Uh, okay, Wednesday, April 10th, the match made in heaven. Okay. About Macho Man and Elizabeth. April 17th, the Montreal Screwjob. April 24th, the one I'm looking forward to the most is the killing of Bruiser Brody. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And then this one is going to be terrible. Not terrible, it's, it's not terrible to... Not terrible content-wise, just content tragic. Content-wise, just tragic. Yeah. It's the last of the Von Erics. Yeah, that's... And if you're listening to the story, you, this, you probably know what happened to all the Von Erics. And then eight, May 8th is the mysterious death of gorgeous Gino Hernandez. Yep. Very excited for that one as well. That'll be a good one. Uh, Brother Love will be all over that show, more than likely. And then the last one, it finishes with the fabulous Moolah, which should be interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Because Viceland has been known not to hold back. No, and not Viceland. Vice has been told not to hold black, and there is just so much rumor and innuendo about Fabulous Mule that I would love to be love to be uh, see in, into that world. So that's about it for the news this week, right? Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. So onward to our predictions. Yep, we'll be right. Well, they're coming right at you. So now it's time to pick our WrestleMania week. The bet part two, baby! Predictions. Yep. You know, WrestleMania, saying WrestleMania is going to be over seven and a half hours long. Yeah, that's the rumor. So when we're there, it's going to be incredibly long and hard to get through. Speaking of incredibly long and hard, let's once again take a second to mention our sponsor, Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com is the place to go. That's blue with the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable, the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform, as we, we've told you last week. It's for any guy who wants to go the extra mile. WrestleMania is going to be a long show, and I know you want to go long when you're in bed. Oh, yes. I mean, it works great. We're in the prime of our lives. We, we don't necessarily need it yet, but... Used it the other day, and it got me through. So Blue Chew is prescribed online, and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no more in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And once again, we've got a special deal for you. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free, and when you use our promo code TURNBUCKLE, you just pay the 5 bucks shipping. How in the hell can you beat that? You can't. Once again... And you won't have to. That's... That's too shit. Once again, that's B L U E C H E W dot com. Promo code Turnbuckle to try it free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, and faster choice. 
And we are so grateful that they are sponsoring the Turnbuckle Topics Network. Thank you so much. Well, WrestleMania weekend is here. And a big four show means it's time for the bet part. Duh. It's a little, Duh. F- little French there. Um, so once again, we're going to go with the ceremonial coin toss to decide who will choose first and or second. So do you want to do the honors? Tony, you're the away team. Would you call it in the air? Well, you have one side marked M and one side marked T. So whatever side it lands on, that's what we're going with. Well, no sh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's nothing to call. Yeah, it's a fucking poker chip. I didn't have a... Okay. Just flip the fucking thing. Sorry. Too too much booze last night. Well, now you caught it. Do you want to reflip? Yeah, that was bullshit. Why are you flipping it? was a bad flip. Yeah, it was a a terrible flip, and you're going to blame me. I guarantee if it landed on your name, though, you'd have been fine with it. Alright. Alright. <laughs> do you wanna pick do you wanna pick the last match first or the first match first? I mean I feel like it's fairly obvious choice. Actually maybe not, because I'm not the, thinking. The last match I know the last match of the week obvious. Yes. I'm gonna go with the first match. So you wanna pick the first match first? Yes. Okay, cool. Alright, so we're gonna start off with NXT Takeover New York, because that is the first show that's happening chronologically. NXT TakeOver New York takes place April 5th, 2019 in Brooklyn, New York from the Barclays Center. So first match. You've already seen you've already seen two takeovers there, correct? Yeah. I've seen one. Great place for a wrestling show. Yeah. So match one, War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe, defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against Aleister Black and Ricochet. And let me let me just first tell you, I know you got the first pick here. But besides for this match, this is like the hardest takeover to pick yet. Yes, this, this is an easy, really relatively easy one. Yeah, this this match is easy, obviously. But uh, go ahead, make your pick, make it official. Run in from the undisputed era. No, uh, I was gonna say, oh, oh, don't overcomplicate it there. Buddy. I would, I if I didn't watch Raw on Monday, I would have picked the War Raiders. Oh, you're trying to be a fucking smartass. Yes. So apparent. So they're gonna be on the main roster. Yeah. So this is the War Raiders retaining. Yes, I, I'd assume. I'd assume they're gonna be. I assume they're going to be in a Raw tag title match at WrestleMania. They're going to probably do double tag team title duty. Yeah, and they're going to face Bailey and then Bailey and Sasha on Monday. Why did you write NXT there? Oh, I guess. Okay. I th- well, right, we're, well, are you writing your name in one column and my name in the other column? Because you got to keep track of these fucking... Yeah, there you go. I'm also taking the War Raiders. Shocker. I know I know you're shocked that I'm taking the War Raiders. Why did you write yeah. two? You're all fucked up. <laughs> you're losing it over there. That usually follows one. It but, does, but they're, they're double ones. All right, Steve, calm down. All right. Uh, see, yeah, we're both going to War, War Raiders. Nothing earth-shattering there. Um, you did it again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, Aleister Black and Ricochet are done with NXT after the show, most likely, so I don't see them becoming the tag team champions. Unless they do. I, yeah, unless they do, unless we're both fools. So up next, Shayna Baszler defends the NXT Women's Championship against Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane. So here's my thought process on this one. I would be shocked if Shayna is not either on the Raw or SmackDown after Mania, or, an, or they do what they do and they save her to the shakeup the next week. But she's not getting any younger. No, she's almost 40. You can't, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess you pick the same person. Like, you can't just write down your pick before you make it official. What are you doing? Um, then that leaves three. 
So, with the NXT, not the NXT, with the WWE Women's Tag Team titles, I would not be surprised to see Kyrie and uh, EO get called up as a tag team. They're going to need tag teams for the division, and it just seems to make sense that they Especially would Especially if you believe the rumors that some people are getting caught. That they would, uh, it, it, it definitely makes sense they'd call them up as a tag team. So that leaves one person, and that's who I'm picking, Bianca Belair. I think it makes the most sense. Um, I think she's beyond ready. I really want to pick EO. And I would have picked EO if women tag titles weren't a thing. Drop down, let me hear you say EO. I feel like that was incredibly racist. Why? Anyway. Um, Wait, no, I need, I need an explanation. Who? I was thinking a song. I don't care about your song. Who are you picking? I'm picking Bianca as well for the exact same reasons that you are. Oh, yeah, sure you are. And I wrote it down before you even got to your yeah, you pick. you can't do that. You can't cheat. It's not cheating. Cheating. But... You just gotta pick who you think is gonna win. It doesn't. It, then we just go to our discrepancies later. Cheating. But I, Bianca's ready. She showed us that she shouldn't be because she's so green. But she's fabulous and she's gonna have a nice little time, nice long title reign, I believe. All right. So up next, Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the NXT North American Championship. This is discrepancy. This is my turn, right? Yeah. Oh, they're not letting Matt Riddle lose. Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is the all-time loser at takeovers. Hmm. That's why he didn't win his championship at a takeover. Hmm. Matt Riddle's just, just getting that rocket strap, and I think Velveteen might come up after Mania as well. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it up here. I'm not necessarily saying Velveteen's going to win, but I'm just going to say Velveteen retains. Okay. So write that down however you want to write that down as. Um... I don't think they want to hot potato the North American title too much. And the reason I say Velveteen retains is because it's originally supposed to be a triple threat match with Adam Cole. And Cole would have ate the pin. And Velveteen would have retained. And I don't see them shifting the riddle just because Cole's not in the match anymore. So maybe... They don't do a lot of fuck finishes at takeovers. But I could see this being one of them. Maybe like a count out or a DQ or something. Um, I can totally see it. But I'm going to say Velveteen retains. That's 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 our first that's our first differential. That's our first discrepancy there. Yeah. And up next, in my opinion, the hardest match in the show to predict. Pete Dunne defends the WWE United Kingdom Championship against Walter. This is tough, man. Because Pete Dunne has been the champion since the fucking Ice Age. Um, closing in on 700 days. Was he the champion before he could legally drink? Mm, I don't know. I know Tyler Bate was 19. Well, legally drink. Not right? before he can legally drink, before you can legally drink. Yeah. Yes? Yes, he was. That's oh. weird. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was... No, yeah, I think you're legal to drink in England, like, when you're 18. eight years old. Well, yeah. I think legally it's 18. That's how they get those fucked up teeth. <laughs> Why do you have to fucking insult people on this show? Because like, people insult me. Do you realize we're trying to, like, gain listeners, not, like... Okay, alien? I don't think they're following. They're, they're leaving because of that. Well, maybe they will. Maybe they'll... I love the Brits. You've said on the show before that you hate British people. No, I hate, I hate, I hate the shoes. <laughs> I hate the fucking shoes. I hate the shoes. Look at Pop get. Look at Pop over there getting injected. Dude, he's going nuts. Greg Popovich is throwing a temper tantrum. Oh, he walked. I'm, I'm sorry for that distraction. He, he was just fucking red. He, but uh, big red machine. He is the big red machine. Big red Popovich. But no, I love the Brits. Just hate the shoes. Anyway, um, I think Walter 
is a logical choice to be the next champion. But there's a part of me that thinks the next UK title change will happen in the United Kingdom because if we're not counting, there's only been one UK title change, not counting Tyler Bate winning it, and it's and it happened in Chicago. But at the same time, man, this is one of the ones where I wish you were picking first. Yes. Yeah. Although you get to pick first for the main event, and that's another that's another one that's gonna be tough. That's really tough. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going Walter. God damn it. You're going Walter? Yeah. I I don't know, man. It's, it's happening. The, Pete Dunn had a wonderful reign. An absolutely wonderful reign. He impressed the fuck out of me for all 700 days. But I'm sorry. That match is ending with Dvorak's ninth playing and the entire Barclays Center humming. Walter's winning. I'm glad we're on the same page there because why'd you put yours in all caps and not mine? Because I just thought I thought of it after. No, but uh, Wait a yeah, no, I, I, oh, I feel yeah. like we'd be I'll let you explain yourself. I first. feel like we'd be we'd be texting each other if I picked, uh, if I picked uh, done. Texting each other, we'll be there. Well, oh, no, I mean we'd be texting each other fights until it happens. Because oh. I we're on the same page there. It's. But I it's, think I don't think done retaining is like out of the question. I, I, I also, can easily see like now. Can I can I throw my conspiracy theory dust? Sure. Do you think they possibly want to show Walter what's it like to win in New York? So we'll come over to the main roster. No, I don't. That's that's very conspiracy theory ish. Like that's th- don't tell me. That's beyond conspiracy don't tell me. theory ish. Vince doesn't come through his fucking pants every time he sees Walter. I bet you Vince hasn't watched an NXT UK once. I, I would. It would be funny if Triple H didn't let him watch just so I, he could keep Walter. You know what? I can see it. Because <laughs> you know, just uh, we spent the last five minutes talking about Tom McGee. We did. And and, and Vince. There was a in between segments. There's a lot of Tom McGee talk. And. Uh, but Vince, don't say Vince wouldn't fall in love with Walter immediately. Oh, but absolutely. As, how do you not fall in love with Walter? As he should, because Walter yeah. Walter might be the most interesting professional wrestler on the planet. Yeah, you know what? I don't necessarily disagree. He might he is he might be the most interesting professional wrestler on the planet. He is so old school, but it is so fresh and he is so fucking good at Oh what my he does. god, you gotta watch you gotta watch uh, NXT UK this week. Because like uh there's they need to go like an in-depth look on Walter. And, like, they're, like, graphics. It's, like, up next, in-depth look. And it, like, super zooms in on his face inside of it. It's hysterical. Oh, my God. It's funny. But, uh, I'll have to watch it. Well, Mr. Han, Mr. Han will watch it, and I'll watch it. All right. Five. Main event time. Here we go. I'm glad you're picking first. Yeah, this is tough. Don't fucking think it's his time. I don't think it's his time. I think they're putting this belt on Adam Cole. See, but the original plan was Gargano, and that's why I'm hesitant. Because it was because the original, the original plan was Gargano and Champa, but Ch- no, because they knew Champa needed the next surgery, so it was yeah. Gargano no matter what. Because Champa was gone for a year, whether That's it happened true. after Takeover or before Takeover. That's true. That's true. So Gargano was the original plan, and part of me is like, yes, Adam Cole makes a lot of sense, and there's also the rumblings about Gargano getting called up, but I don't know if they'd pivot from the original plan just for the sake of pivoting. They've done it before. I know I think, they've done it before. I think they're putting this belt on Adam Cole. You know what? That really is a sensible pick. But Johnny Gargano won me the cane bet, the first one. So I gotta believe, man. I gotta go with Johnny freaking wrestling. Do I necessarily think it's gonna happen? I'm very unsure. Because, yes, Adam Cole winning would make a ton of sense. 
but Gargano won me the first Kane bet. Yeah, no, I, I, he's I'm gonna win me the second Kane bet. I'm fucking excited through my for that match. Yeah, it's gonna be this whole show is gonna be fun. Like, this this is the best pre show card of all time. Not pre show card. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? As in pre that the show. Uh, Ooh, burpski. Like, burp-ski. you don't know it's going to deliver, but I don't see it not delivering. It's got, what do you mean you don't know if it's going to deliver? Well, no, it's I mean, going to fucking you, deliver. You never know with these shows. But I don't know if it will be the best after, but I know it's the best car they ever had. Yeah, I agree. And it's not close. Prince Devitt versus versus Kevin Steen does not beat this. You're such an indie, Mark. I did this. I did, I did that. I did do that. All right, moving on to the G1 Supercard. G1 Supercard will take place the night after TakeOver. Once again, thank you, Triple H, for moving TakeOver. You are yes. a, You are a blessed man. You are a wonderful person. Um, takes place at the Mecca, which is another thing we should dive into real quick. WWE released their uh, touring schedule, tuning... God to... damn it. We always forget one thing. I know. Us. I know. And Raw and SmackDown back at the Garden. How much of it... How do you think has to do with the show, and why does all of it have to do with the show? I think they've been trying for the last no, couple they, years. No, they, they haven't. haven't. No, it's, they said it was too expensive, and they're right. It's fucking yeah, it's very their expensive. own union. But they lost their they lost their hold in the garden, so they had to. They didn't have yeah. a choice. No, I don't. I don't mind it. People, I love it, but I'm yeah. saying they wouldn't. If this show doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. Too many wrestling fans want people to attack Vince, but don't want Vince to attack back. And I I, I feel like that's poking a bear. Like this whole shit with Jericho. I don't think I don't think another company running Madison Square Garden is attacking Vince. Like, it, if Vince was still actively running there, yes, it would. But he hasn't. The last the last televised show there was Survivor Series 2011. That's you can't say you can't say running the garden is attacking Vince when he's not running the garden. No, anymore. okay, but but yeah, you're right. Do you want the stronghold back? I gotta and print out those tickets, by the way. We gotta print out a lot of tickets. We gotta print out the bus tickets. We gotta print out the Bullet Club tickets. Yeah. Got a, lot of, got a lot of ink to run through. Anyway, G1 Supercard takes place April 6, 2019. New York City, New York. Madison Square Garden. The Mecca. I can't believe I can't. I'm so excited to see this piece of shit arena. Dude, they just like did like an $80,000 renovation. It's beautiful again. Is it? Yeah, there's like a bridge now and shit. Oh, that's cool. Well, now, now I'm very excited to see it. Last okay. time I was there was 2009, Big East Tournament. Never so been I'm excited, there. excited to be back. I, I R.I.P. to the Big East Tournament. I mean, it still technically exists. No, it doesn't. It, it does. does it, not. It's not the same at all. It's not. The Big East was unbelievable for years upon years, and they had to go and fuck it up because Pittsburgh wanted to go to the ACC. The thing I love about New Japan is not only they release their cards, they release the order that the matches will take place in. So not only do we have a full card, we have a full order of matches. Oh man. So the Bully Ray match is officially listed as Bully Ray versus Juice Robinson. Oh damn. But anybody could have did that. I know. Like well you know, I'm even on the New Japan like website. Oh shit. But I mean like you said, it could still be a swerve. Yeah. Um Alright, so it's my first I pick first, right? Well it went me, you, yeah, me, you, you picked you picked Cole me. first. Yeah. Alright. So the pre-show match, the Honor Rumble, there'll be 30 entrants as of today, Sunday, March 31st. We have one, two, three, four, five, six confirmed entrants. So we have Jushin Thunder Liger, Kenny King, PJ Black, who's formerly known as Justin Gabriel, the Beer City Bruiser, Brian Malonis, and Cheeseburger. And then there'll be a bunch of more people that aren't announced yet. And my winner actually does come from this list. 
I think Liger gets his MSG moment. That's... I am going with Jushin Thunder Liger to win the Honor Rumble. You pick Jushin? Yep. I also pick Jushin. They're giving him... They're it just giving, makes sense. He's, it makes too much sense. He's retiring, he's retiring at the Tokyo Dome this year. Next year, I should say. And, you know, this could be the only time he wrestles in the Garden. So this motherfucker wrestled in the Tokyo Dome. The Garden. The Garden and the... Barclays. The Barclays and... Dude, this guy's guy wrestled on a In the Georgia Dome. That's mind-blowing. He, he wrestled in the Georgia Dome. He was on that night show, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm also going Jushin Liger... It's it just, just makes it makes sense. too much sense. Yeah. They're gonna give him his moment. There's a reason he was the first announced participant. Yeah, you're you're right. He's you're very right. All right. So up next, Will Osprey versus Jeff Cobb in a winner takes all match for both the never open weight and Ring of Honor World Television Championships. I am going with Osprey. As am I. Um, Osprey, 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 Osprey. They're, they're clearly building up Will to be. The next guy. The next, well, no, I wouldn't say the next top guy, but they're building him up to be a main event contender for sure. Um, and I don't know. Jeff Cobb just doesn't scream never open weight champion to me. I don't know what it is. No, Jeff Cobb's doesn't. awesome. I'm a big Jeff Cobb guy. I saw him wrestle Ishii at the Super Show last year. That was a mean guy match and a half. Yeah, Jesus. And It's a lot of thickness. I just think they're trying to give Osprey some wins over some bigger guys so he could be taken seriously as a heavyweight. Um, I know the plan was the never open weight title was going to transition him into a heavyweight, um, and I just see him taking the ROH TV title. So that's my pick. Yeah, that's also my pick. Up next, Roosh taking on Dalton Castle in a special singles match. Um, I'm going with Roosh. Uh, this is going to be his first like real, real, real big match for uh, Ring of Honor, and I think giving him a win over like a, a big Ring of Honor guy, former Ring of Honor World Champion Dalton Castle. Be a great way to introduce him because uh, it's going to be a lot of eyes in the show that might not normally be on the Ring of Honor product. So a great little way to introduce an Ingo Bernable. Dehapan. Cool. No, he's just De, De Mexico. Yeah, just in lost. I am actually going with Dalton Castle. Really interesting. And you want to know why? I do. I I do want to know why. I feel like they're going to book this show as a very American show. A very American show. So I think so I should pick the American Jeff Cobb instead of the Brit Will Ospreay. Because there's certain guys that are above everybody else. Oh, okay. Ospreay's one of them. But I think this this is going to be like a send the fans home happy show. And their their Western expansion is cracking because they're losing all their stars. They've lost their biggest Western stars. That's fair. And I think they want to create more. I'm sorry. Dalton Castle will be over in New York more than Roosh will. I don't know, man, because the WrestleMania crowd isn't a normal New York crowd. It's a, it's a, they're and they love Dalton Castle too. Well, yeah, but I'm going Dalton Castle. It's, it's not, it's not that far fetched of a pick. So up next, singles match for the Women of Honor World Title: Mayu Iwatani defends against Kelly Klein. A little backstory on this, because I, I don't know how familiar you are, familiar you are at the Women of Honor division. I had to do some research into this myself. So uh, Mayu was a. She's like a big stardom. She's in stardom as well. Um, she's a goddess of stardom champion, which is basically their tag title. She won it with Io Shirai. And uh, she was also... Don't let me hear you say Io. Oh, you're doing that again? And uh, she was also an artist of star- stardom champion. She's all, she's the current champion with uh, Hiroyu Matusamo. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce that other name. My Japanese pronunciation isn't the best. 
But the main reason I'm bringing up that she held this title is she held it with Io Shirai and Kairi Hojo, who is better known as Kairi Sane now, once. Yes. So, um, Kelly Klein was the former champion. Uh, she lost the title, and she hasn't been able to regain it since, so I'm not picking her. Oh, is this your... Who picks first? No, you. Okay. I'm no. going with the champ. Or is it you? Well, I'm going with the champ either me. way. I'm Ooh. going with the champ as well. You want to try to pronounce that name? Mayu Iwatani? There you go. That's good. There you go. So we're both going Iwatani. Yeah. You're right. Just for all... She, she lost the title. I'm a little familiar with her, with the Honor Women of Honor division. Any Anyone that's held gold with Kairi Sane and uh, Io Shirai automatically yes. gets chosen by me. I agree. Is she a third Sky Pirate? I don't know. It's a good question. We'll see. Now you get to pick the New York Street fight. All right. They're claiming it's Bully Ray versus Juice Robinson. but I'm... I don't believe it. I'm There's not a single fucking person on this planet that's like, oh, that, that'll sell. Let me just, let me do my best Tony Schiavone here. Oh, yeah, that'll put butts in seats. Juice Robinson's weird. He's the most uninteresting wrestler of all time. But wow, hot take. I like Juice. I like Juice, too, but, like, this is not the match for him. But, see, I could buy it, but he's the fucking U.S. champion, and he has to be on the show somewhere. What do you do, put him in the Geek Rumble? That's true. So I'm going to preface this by saying I'm picking Bully's opponent. I'm, I still think it's going to be Minoru Suzuki. I don't care what New Japan tells me. So I'm just taking... If Ju- if it's Juice, Juice is still going to win. Bully yeah. Ray is not winning. That's that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, and you're not going to be mad if I also pick Ju- Bully's opponent. Bully yeah, Ray's no, not yeah, winning this fucking match. No, that's fair. Yeah, because I'm still not... Heels, that, heels in their hometown calling out people for a specific hometown match usually don't fare off too well. Yeah. But yeah, whoever his opponent is, I also think it's going to be Suzuki. And if it is, that place is going to go fucking ballistic. Absolutely. All right, up next, three-way match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Shit, I did not want to pick this first. Taji Ishimori defends against Dragon Lee and Bandito. Who you got and why? Well, it's definitely not Bandito. Why not? He's going to AEW this summer. No, he's not. He's signed with Ring of Honor. You're right. I'm thinking of Ray Phoenix. Idiot, 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 idiot. I'm taking Bandito. Okay, cool. Bandito. If he's impre- if he's as impressive live he as is. you say he is, he is. I'm gonna be, he's the main event of the WrestleCon show, isn't he? He is, against Osprey. So, this is where my conspiracy theory... This is my conspiracy theory here. I'm taking Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee's going to win the junior title, and then Hiromu's going to come out. If you remember who Hiromu broke his neck facing, it was Dragon it Lee. It was Dragon Lee. Is he ready to go? Because, like, he was, like, he was, he goes from ready to wrestle to never wrestling again, like, fucking clockwork. He's hot, then he's cold, he's yes, then he's no. He's in, then he's out, he's up, and then he's down. Listen, I don't know if he's ready to go, but when this match was originally announced, it was Ishimori versus Bandito one-on-one. Then Dragon Lee gets added. Something's up. Yeah, something's Something's up. Something's up. You're right, something's up. Dragon Lee's winning the junior heavyweight title, and fucking, oh, man, I'm, I can't, Hiromu... Hiromu is going to walk out in the fucking garden, and that place is going to explode. I'm just happy if he's okay, he's back. Yeah. That was too ugly for me to watch. Yeah. All right, so you're going Bandito, I'm going Dragon Lee. Interesting. Oh, uh, I did it again. Oh, you did? <laughs> Up next, the winner takes all four-way tag team match for both the IWGP tag team titles and the Ring of Honor tag team titles. Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa versus Villain Enterprises, PCO and Brody King. Versus Los Ingobernables de Japón, Evil and Sonata. Versus the Briscoe Brothers, Jay and Mark Briscoe. 
I can tell you who's not going to win. PCO and Brody King. Although I'd love to see PCO as one half of the IWGP Tag Team Champions. Jump your feet. Oh, these titles are not changing. Well, one, well, one of them is, yeah. but Tongans. Well, it was my pick first there, bud. No. Oh. But I'm also going the Tongans. I'm going Gorillas of Destiny. G-O-D, hold it down. Ain't nobody realer than Gorillas. Yeah, they're not losing those titles anytime soon. I mean, I just... Maybe Dominion, but no. I think, I think that it's either, it'd either be the Briscoes or Gorillas of Destiny. I guess Evil and Sonata have a chance, but I can't see Evil and, Evil and Sonata making like a ton of Ring of Honor appearances as their champions. But, yeah, I'm going Gorillas of Destiny. That's, that's, that's a relatively easy one, I believe. I don't know. I, I, I think three out of the four teams have a realistic shot. I yeah. Just, I don't and think watch. P- PCO and PCO uh, right. and Brody PCO King PCO and Brody King will win. Right. All right. Up next, singles match for the British Heavyweight Championship. And that's the former Rev Pro Championship. Right? Was the current Rev Pro the current, Championship. Yeah. No, that's, it was the Rev Pro Champion, but now it's just the British Heavyweight Championship. No, it was always, I, think it was, I think it was always the British Heavyweight Championship. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was always the British Heavyweight Championship. Well, it used to be the undisputed British Heavyweight Championship, but I guess they're not undisputed anymore. I guess maybe Progress disputed them and said, hey, I'm disputing you. Zack Sabre Jr. defends against Hiroshi Tanahashi. I believe, yeah, it's your pick first. Sabre. Same. Sabre. He's uh, another one they don't want to look weak. So little Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, uh, ZSJ will retain the British Open Heavyweight Championship. Um, I just don't see Tanahashi... Becoming British heavyweight champion. Maybe I'm wrong, but so that'd be a weird sight. I mean, Ishii had it. That's who. That's who Saber beat for it. Yeah, Dude, I love Ishii. I love Ishii too. You love him more than anybody in the way I know. I'm. I'm sad. I'm sad that he's probably gonna be in the Rumble. That's sad. Um. Yeah, I just think. I just think giving Zack Saber Jr. a big win over over Tanahashi would. Do him wonders is he's another guy that they're trying to kind of position to be a main event player in the they're running a show in England this year, so that's obviously part of their international expansion, and I just think it makes a, a lot of sense to keep the title on Zack Saber. It does, and he's just impressive to watch, so I just hope. Oh, should I gotta pick this one first? God damn it. Yep, good good on you. Tetsuya Naito defends the IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Kota Ibushi. This might be the match I'm looking forward to most in the show. Yeah. I'm taking Ibushi. You're taking a bushy. I'm taking a bushy. You're taking bush. Why is that? He just signed a, a new multi-year exclusive New Japan contract. Uh, I think they're gonna put the Intercontinental title on him, so Naito could move on and challenge for the heavyweight title. I just think it makes sense. Gun to your head, not Suzuki. Who's your favorite New Japan talent? Oh man. Because Maya, I think, might be Tsuya Naito. I might be a bushy. I love a bushy. I love Naito. Naito's awesome. I'm, he's one of the like, few guys... Like, I will get my Naito Cena match. He's one... No, you won't. You'll never get that. I know. He's one of the few guys on my bucket list that I haven't seen live that I'm glad I get to check off this weekend. Um, I'm very excited about it. And man, this match is so good. You never saw Okada either, did you? Okada, I never saw Okada. You will. Indeed, I will. And I'm going for... I'm, I'm going with Ibushi. Oh, you're going with a bushy. But for a different reason. Okay. 
feel like they think he's more marketable in America than Naito is. I I feel like he's. Not, I don't know if I. Agree I, feel, with you I feel like they think he's more known in America than Naito is. Maybe That's probably fair. Why? Because he worked for the Fed for a few months. Maybe, but no. not really. No. If if, if if people know about New Japan before they know about the fucking Cruiserweight Classic, so I feel like everybody he's because all of his shit with the Bullet Club and Kenny, they feel like he's more known here and they want to put a strap on him here, in the Garden. Okay. Different reasons, but same pick. <coughs> I feel like that can go either way, though. Oh, absolutely. Up next, oh, I'm glad you're picking this one first. Three-way ladder match for the Ring of Honor World title. Jay Lethal defend against Marty Skrull and Matt Taven. This is so fucking hard. This is, my, this is the hardest match to pick on the show. There's there's reasons everybody everybody can win. Jay Lethal's time's up. I really wish Jay Lethal would come to WWE. I really wish he would. I don't know why he hasn't. He's got everything they look for. Except size. Except size, but... And it's all, it's all this rumor around with Marty's contract. Yeah, no one really knows if it's up at the end of April or in October. There's conflicting reports. You know what? It's a, it's over at the end of October. I'm going it's Marty. It's a Marty party. It's a it's party Marty. I'm going Jay Lethal. I think he retains, huh? He is the franchise of Ring of Honor. He is. And I think giving him a gigantic win... In the garden, a where another iconic ladder match <coughs> happened in 1994, Razor and Sean. Um, Do we get Black Machismo? I don't think so. No? No. He's kind of moved away from that. Um, he breaks it out from time to time. We did it all in because it, it was this gig on BTE for months. And like all in was basically... All in was a weird show because it was like... It concluded all the storylines on BTE. Yeah, and it pisses me off for some reason. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm going with Jay Lethal. That's a good, that's a probably good pick. I probably should have picked Jay Lethal. He's the franchise, and I think he gets his moments. You know what? But I like this, because we've had several differentiating picks already. In our, and that never happened. Our Royal Rumble takeover prediction show, There was it literally One. came down to the Gargano. It came down to Gargano and Ricochet. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, so we have, so far, well, I'll count at the end of this. Okay. So, main event, Jay White defends the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Kazushika Okada. Who you got and why? On one hand... You love Switchblade. I know you want to take Switchblade. I love Switchblade. They don't do short title reigns. And Tanahashi's they're not, short. They're going to do two in a row. Okay. Is, that's, that's, that'd be if you're going to pick him. On this hand, Kazuchika Okada... I mean, already, best, we already spoiled my pick earlier in the show because we talked about it. ...is the best wrestler on the fucking planet. And he's the franchise. He's... The greatest champion in the history of the promotion. Now, if Hulk Hogan was wrestling Seth Rollins, Hogan's winning that match, correct? I mean, it depends on the circumstances. You can't just like you can't just throw that out there as like. If eighty six Hogan was wrestling Seth Rollins straight up one on one, Hogan's not losing this match. Well, what year is it? Is eighty six? Never mind. Never fucking mind. Because like you know what I mean like. It doesn't. Your analogy makes no sense. It makes sense in my head. That's all that matters. Oh, they have to put it on Okada. Yeah, they do. They have to put it on Okada. It kills me because I'm a huge Jay White fan. I've been, I've been saying that for two, this entire podcast, and to you for two years now. And listen, Jay White losing in the main event of Madison Square Garden to Kazushiko Okada does not hurt him. No, it doesn't. And I, I fuck around and say different people are the best wrestlers on the planet. I bash Kenny. I bash AJ 
There is un, no doubt in my mind. I feel like Kazuchika Okada operates in that ring two or three eons above Kenny Omega. I think Kazuchika, I finally got around to watching that match. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's unexplainable how good this motherfucker is at what he does. He's ridiculous. It's it's legitimately watching art. Who's your Okada dream match? Mine is Seth Rollins. Uh, Okada dream match? That's a good one. Yeah, I think Okada Seth Rollins would be ridiculous. Okada Balor would be good. They've probably wrestled, though. I don't think they have. Maybe not. Because I think, I think Balor was... I know Balor, Balor probably moved up to heavyweight by the time... Okada, Okada Walter. Was, ooh, that's good. Okada even done. Yeah, Okada a lot of people, but I think Okada and Rollins would be ridiculous. Okada and Ciampa would be great. Yeah, Rollins. Rollins is kind of the dream match for everybody. He's kind of cooled down a bit, weirdly, going to Mania. Not to hurt him or anything. But, like, when he was wrestling every week on TV, when, when uh, him and Dean were in uh, the feud with... Uh, McIntyre and Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah. There was no one in the company even remotely close to performing the way he was. I think Seth Rollins wrestled Dolph Ziggler like 10 weeks in a row on TV and none of them are bad. No. And like to wrestle the same guy every week in a row and it never gets old, it's damn near impossible. Yep. So that is two of our shows. Yeah. So you want to talk for a minute while I counter discrepancies? Sure. So WrestleMania takes place April 7, 2019 in East Rutherford, New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. Home of the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Fun fact, last time I was at MetLife Stadium. Five so far. Five different shades. Last time I was at Met- MetLife Stadium, I said like, the Saints beat the Giants, and that's back before I wasn't I, I wasn't anti-Saints at that point. Now I'm very anti-Saints. Yeah, they're bitch-ass. Yeah. They're... You, you know that they were behind this NFL rule change. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't hate the rule change. I don't No, I don't. It. Let's try it. But uh, that's, another time, that's another topic for another podcast. And the way these WrestleMania matches are listed are completely out of order, so I'm just going to make my own order. Bear with me. Um, we have to give our normal disclaimer that we are recording this on Sunday night. So there will be matches added on Raw, and there probably will be matches added on SmackDown, because guys like Kevin Owens, The Revival, Ricochet, Aleister Black, The Usos, none of them have a confirmed match, and they're not listed in the Geek Battle Royal. So I'm sure we will get uh, Raw and SmackDown tag team title matches, but we don't know who's in them. So we obviously can't pick them. Any chance Sammy comes back Tuesday? You know what? I was thinking that. And pairs, and then they those two take on the bar at Mania. Well, and the Usos? Or the Usos. And the bar, because the bar aren't listed in the Battle Royal either. The Usos and the bar, bar eats the pin, Sammy and Kevin Owens, the tag team champions. I was thinking that. I really was. I'm not going to lie. Um, I want them as a tag team. I'm kind of shocked that the Hardys are in the Battle Royal. That was kind of... I thought Hardys versus Usos was a no-brainer, and they're not doing it. But, you know what? I know the Andre... I literally just called the Geek Battle Royal like a second ago. But this is the most stacked field we've had for in a while. Like, There's a lot of names in this Battle Royal, which we'll get into. But the first match is uh, the Women's Battle Royal, which I get to pick first. Lucky me. Uh, entrants are Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville, Selena Vega, and Nikki Cross. I'm assuming they're going to add more women, but my winner has already been announced, and I think it's Asuka. Uh, she's pissed off. She lost her SmackDown Women's title. She's going to run through that Battle Royal. Yeah, she's great in Battle Royals. I'm also pissing Asuka. You're pissing Asuka? I'm not, not doing that. I am also picking Asuka. 
that's what she has to do. She has to. Do, I I think they're very they're they're very intent on keeping her strong. Yeah, they're going to. So I've she's no gonna win. Yeah. Okay. Up next, WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy My Murphy turn. defends against Tony Nese. Who you got and why? Sorry, Tony, it's not you. Ooh, another differentiary. Another differentiary. Big match, buddy. And you're taking Tony? I'm taking Tony Nese. Tony, it's not, it's not him. It's not him. Sorry. Someone's going to take that title from Buddy Murphy, and it's not going to be Tony Nese. It's going to be Tony Nese. The storyline's built there. It he's, is. It is. The training partner. It's in his hometown. Not yet. He's still got to lose to him um, before, before he gets his moment. Well, that's your opinion. I'm taking Tony Nese. Uh, Here comes Tony Nese's abs. Yeah. Uh, I just think the story's built there perfectly. It's Tony Nese's hometown, kind of. He's from Long Island. It's close enough. Um, he's been built up as Buddy Murphy's training partner for the past months. He's gone on a winning streak. He beat no, he uh, kicked Noam Dar off a of 205 Live back to NXT UK. Ran through the tournament. Beat Cedric Alexander, who's like the gatekeeper. I think it's his time. I don't. Okay, that's fair. Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Confirmed entrances are Braun Strowman, Michael Che, Colin Jost, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, Noe Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Kalisto, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, Connor, Andrade, Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis, Tucker, EC3. Braun's the obvious pick, so I'm scared to take him. But I could see Andrade. I could see Ali. But their fascination with Braun will, will give Braun the Andre the Giant. Another differential. Royal trophy. Please tell me you're taking Michael Che. Let me tell you the eight reasons why Connor is going to win this battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going Ali. That's fair. I was thinking it. I'm going Ollie. It's like I think there's a decent chance, but I'm going Ollie. I feel like it's gonna be Andrade, Ali, or Braun, as you said. Braun's just too obvious. Yeah. But like I don't see it's, he's too obvious, but it, having know, him win is a swerve by not swerving. You know what? I regret that pick because Che and Jost are gonna eliminate him in some goofy ass fashion. I know it. <laughs> I know it. And then he's gonna kill them. And yes, and I immediately <laughs> regret this pick already. But I, it's you know it's made. I can't change it. Yes, you goddamn right it is. Yeah. So what am I picking first next? Uh, let's see. These matches are in like no order, so I'm trying to order them myself. Let's. Do you want to go with Angle Corbin? I guess next. Yeah. Okay. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. It was the, the, this angle in about five seconds. Yeah. If it was if it was anyone else, I would pick Kurt's <laughs> opponent. But there is no fucking way, after all the heat that this match has had, that they let fucking Baron Corbin beat Kurt Angle. They can't. They, no, can't. they can't. They they. You know what? And they might, but they can't. And I, I'm happy Angle's retiring. Yeah, he's looked rough. He does just not have it anymore, and it's he wrestled uh, Ray last night. I don't know how it went because it obviously <laughs> didn't happen yet. But I'm scared. Oh Jesus Christ! Two of the original SmackDown six. Yeah. All right. Let's pivot to the Fatal Four Way match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Boss and Hug defend against the Divas of Doom, the Iconics, and the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Jesus Christ! Oh, there's no way Bailey and Sasha don't walk out with these titles. I agree. Okay. But if they do walk out, the future is iconic. No. <laughs> no. No, nah, Boston Hug, for a reason we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Boston Hug, uh, 
and just because no, none of those other teams are winning these fucking belts yet. Yep, I, I agree. <coughs> I think the Iconics and the Samoan Slaughterhouse will be champions, just not now. All right, what am I picking first? Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the WWE United States Championship. That's tough. That is, that's very tough. It's tough. Ray, does Ray need to be a Grand Slam champion? That's all he needs, yeah. Samoa Joe loses a lot. Too much. I don't think so. Because the way they, they, they tell him, like, his anger and just pure brutality is what costs him matches. Because he gets careless because he just beats the fuck out of people. That's not the old Samoa Joe. That's the new Samoa Joe. I did it again. Uh, I'm going senior Joe. That's mm. you. Mm. See, this whole Dominic thing has me, like, intrigued. Because why would they randomly introduce Dominic if he's not going to play a role? He's going to be Dominic Guerrero, and he's going to align with Joe. I hope we have a tag team match. Uh, Rey Mysterio and his son versus Samoa Joe and some indie wrestler they hired to play his son. So Samoa Joe. Samoa Brian. Samoa Joe and Otis. I'm going to go Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. They wouldn't introduce Dominic if nothing was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, he just had something's. Dominic is going to screw Joe out of settling. <laughs> Joe's going to beat his fucking ass. I, I'm actually kind of interested to see Joe destroy Dominic. I think we're going to get it because he's, he's been training with Lance Storm. Yeah. Well, no, he's trained to be a wrestler. I wouldn't say he's trained. He's training. He's doing six one. He's doing six one nines with Daddy the other day. Oh, man. That's another pick I feel like I might regret, but it's made. This is at least, I'll tell you what, this card is better than people putting it out to me. No, the, the card's not bad. The build, is, this might be the worst built WrestleMania in history. Like, yeah. WrestleMania 27 was a shit show, but it was built way better than this show is. And, yeah, I think, like, on, like, match quality-wise, the show will probably deliver, but the build has been so bad. All right, so let's pivot to Falls Count Anywhere, Shane McMahon Oh, thank God, that would give me the other one. Uh, oh, the Miz is winning. Yeah, I'm going. I think we're both going Miz here. George is getting involved in the Miz. No, is winning. God, please no. So falls count anywhere. What crazy antics does Shane do that cost him this match? He jump. He could jump off something. That's what he does. Most likely. That's what he does. He was on NCIS tonight. I saw. I almost that, said yeah. NCAA, and he wasn't there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> suiting up for fucking Duke. He uh, he's jumping off something. He's gonna get cost. Cost the match, and the Miz is going to win. All right. Let's pivot to the singles match for the Intercontinental title. Bobby Lashley defending against probably the Demon King, Finn Balor. Um, if this match is not when it's fucking dark, I'm going to go back there and start rolling heads. Well, the sun sets at like 7, so by the time the main card starts, it should be dark. That's true. But, uh... <laughs> could you imagine if they have Balor... the Demon? They have Balor, Balor loses the fucking... Call Apollo. <laughs> Lashley doesn't deserve a lot of shit he gets. I'm sorry. He's boring. I like heel Lashley. He's more interesting now than he's been. Yeah, no. Like, baby... When he first came back and he was a baby face, it was awful. Oh. Like, heel Lashley pointing at his ass is fucking awesome. <laughs> Big man! Hit him with your favorite pose. Balor. I'm going Balor. You see that Leo Rush tweeted last year I wrestled at Access, now I'm on the big show. I'm like, you're managing Lashley. Still on the big show. Well, that makes me think this might turn into a triple threat, which would blow my mind. I'm gonna. I'm assuming you're also taking Bolor. Yes, I'm not. So I wrote this. So I wrote that down. Demon's not losing, no, especially if, Bobby Lashley. If, if he's the, if he shows up and he's just normal Although, old Finn Balor, he'd probably lose. But I'm excited to see this entrance. 
Yeah. I'm exceeding. I'm excited to see. Third time I'll see the demon. WrestleMania entrance. Third time? Yeah. SummerSlam 2017. SummerSlam 2018. You're right. Mania. You saw him show Seth the Banshees. No, I saw the year after that. I saw him. Uh, oh. I saw him. Uh, him and Bray Wyatt when he was demon against Bray Wyatt. Oh, great match! It wasn't bad. Uh, I'm excited for WrestleMania Balor. Yeah. WrestleMania Demon King Balor is be, would be a great. It's gonna be a great entrance. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. My pick, right? Gee, I fucking wonder. Yeah, it's gonna be Roman. Um, I think they're kind of lost what to do with Drew. I mean. I don't think him losing to Roman will kill him that much because, I mean, if you're having a match at WrestleMania with Roman Reigns, is high profile. Like, yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. Um, whether you like it or not, he's the guy. And so I've been picking any of the hard ones yet. No. Um, oh, I thought Joe and Ray was a pretty tough one to pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns isn't losing his first big singles match back from cancer. Yeah. It's just not happening. No, you're right. And, once again, there's no shame in losing. You're it'll, not be, it'll be a good match. I'm, it'll be I'm great. sure it'll be a good match. I, I think they're both really good, so they'll do it. Let's see. What am I picking first? Let's pivot to AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. AJ. I'm also going AJ. Um, if he didn't resign, I would have been a little more hesitant, but since he, he re-inked and he's back for a few more years at least, I think AJ's a safe pick. Although... This is the one match that the build has been fucking great. I love the build. Oh, my God. That f- I had, I would, when I found out this match was happening, I'm like, that's one match that I, was, I am not going to be interested in. And then they had that first promo off. No, 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 like, no. You're jumping way too ahead. When AJ Styles was backstage just being interviewed, minding his own business, he said, this is the house that AJ Styles built. And Randy Orton just rounds the corner and says, the what? That was awesome. You know what else was awesome in this feud? What? Their dark match on SmackDown. Oh, my, yes. I hope I hope their Mania match is just the dark match again. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Empty out MetLife Stadium for about 10 minutes and just... Where it'll be dancing. <laughs> sprinting to the ring in a flat sprint. All these game. people are going to... All gonna these see. people are going to see... Th- I hope he does it. I hope he does it. The stadium's actually full this time. Um, But AJ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Orton's fabulous. He does not need one. So, no holds barred match. If Fuck, Triple H, I'm picking this first, aren't I? If, this is easy. If Triple H loses, he has to fucking retire. But, can I, can I say this? I know, unless he re-inked a deal, he was only signed through WrestleMania 35. Who? Triple H for in-ring competition. I know that for a fact. Yeah, but he's still, like, it's not like he's going anywhere, you know what I mean? Well, Batista was only signed for this fucking one match, so... It's not like Batista's going to go on uh, a run after this. I think I might regret it, but I'm going H. Oh, I thought you said you might regret you're going Batista. I was like, you're crazy. I'm also <laughs> going Triple H. I don't know why this is so hard. Batista said he wanted to come back for one more match at WrestleMania against Triple H. He's going to... Batista's an old school brother. He's going to lose on the way out. Yeah, he is. He's weirdly an old school brother. Um, all right, last three matches. Let's do it. Singles match for the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston and... Fuck, I have to pick this first, don't I? Oh, fuck. Oh, man, I screwed myself. I'm the one picking you the order. You don't need to screw yourself anymore if you use Voltron. That's true. I was the one picking the order. I could have rigged it for myself, and I screwed myself. No, I picked the order. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I thought you were going to give me all the trading ones. Yeah, no, I was trying to be fair, and I screwed myself. 
I should have went wrong. Although Rollins and Brock is a tough one too because I can see them keeping that fucking belt on Lesnar. You know what? They're gonna give us three happy endings this year. I'm, and if you want a happy ending, use Blue Shoe. I'm going fucking Kofi Kingston. Kofi Mania is happening. You might immediately lose a title the next fucking Tuesday, but Kofi Mania is happening for five minutes at least. SOS, I hear them shouting. SOS, I hear them calling. No, no, I'm just gonna reveal reveal my pick to you dramatically. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we're both. On it's the, happening. We're both on the Kofi train. It's it's absolutely happening. I know my I know we my boy be Rod. I know my boy Rod is very anti Kofi. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. He's black. He should want the first black world champion, but he doesn't think Kofi deserves it. So I believe Rod will be upset. I believe any if any African American in that company deserves it, Kofi. Um. Yeah, Seth Rollins. Sure as hell ain't Shelton Benjamin. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. I love that you get to pick this one first. I kind of did screw you. I mean, you were getting screwed no matter what because they're two hard matches. A lot of dead air there. I'm sorry. Well, now this is this is big. This is. Oh, no. You know what? Oh, I don't know. It, I see. I'm having second thoughts too. I said they're giving us three happy endings, and I feel like I'm kind of backed into taking Rollins. But now look I don't at know. this. Look, look at this match to steal the show. Yeah, if Lesnar. If Lesnar cares, if Lesnar wants to try, it'll be a good match. Because he loves the small guys, and Seth Rollins is like the biggest small guy. If that makes any sense. That's Seth. It's gonna be Seth. It's gonna be Seth, and look for Seth and Drew. Seth, Seth and Drew and Seth and Roman all throughout the summer. I'm also going Seth. I feel like I'm committed to three happy endings. I already said it, so I got to go with it. Um, so finally, the main event. Right now, it's a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. That could change because we're recording this on Sunday night, as I can't stress enough. Uh, Ronda Rousey defending against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. I don't care what titles he put on the line, Becky Lynch is winning. Yeah. It sure as hell Charlotte isn't winning. I mean, never say never, pal. If if Becky was not winning, it's going to be Ronda, not Charlotte. Yeah, I probably, probably agree. Becky, because I believe at the end of this show, Jizzamine Duke. <laughs> did you say Jizzamine? I did. And <laughs> if Shafir, you want a Jizz and a meat, Jacob and... <laughs> fuck, fuck off. And, and the other one. Jizzamine. What's her first Marina name? Marina Shafir. Marina. I wasn't. Uh, uh, Shafir are going to get involved. And the Boston Hog is going to get involved. What about the Bays? And what about the Bays? I'm getting there, you fuck. We just, we went there. And Shayna Baszler will get involved in this end of this show. Middle of the ring is Horsewoman versus Horsewoman. SummerSlam main event. Ronda's not actually leaving. She'll leave after she'll leave after SummerSlam to go fuck that. Huge person. Travis Brown. Yes, and have a child. I was with you until you brought the horsewoman in. I don't think it's I don't think they're gonna be at the end they of the They want this fucking match and Yeah, but they could do it on Raw. Like they don't I don't think like because not everybody watches fucking NXT. They're gonna be like, Who the fuck are these three geeks? Well okay, well whether whether it's horsewomen versus horsewomen. It's gonna be it's gonna the be horsewomen running Sasha, the show. Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, they're gonna and embrace. Becky gonna be will full... be in the ring holding yeah. their four titles. That's why Charlotte's still gonna be the SmackDown Women's Champ. Charlotte's gonna do something to get into Becky's good graces in the show, 
Or Becky's gonna do something in Charlotte's good grace. They don't even have to do that. Like, no. do you remember after fucking Takeover Brooklyn, <laughs> Sasha, Sasha and Bailey beat the shit out of each other for yep. a half hour and they still hugged? Like, yep, you know? and, and they all came out there too. Yeah, so that's I think you're gonna get. I think you're gonna get that part. I don't necessarily agree with the horse with the MMA horsewomen part. I do think we get that match, but I don't think they they come out of Mania. But yeah, I agree. We get that nice little closing uh, show, choice little closing shot. Um, so we have two bonus point opportunities. So the first bonus point opportunity, main card. So not counting the two-hour pre-show, main card over or under five and a half hours for one bonus point. Under. I'm taking the over. Taking the over. Yeah. I feel I feel just under, but under. I think. See, I'm the opposite. I think it'll be just over, but over. And Raleigh's over on Champions and Vanish. No, oh, yeah, I'm so over. Second bonus point opportunity. A legend that'll make a WrestleCon Super Show appearance. Last year was Jerry the King Waller. A couple years ago, it was a bunch of people in a What do you Royale. define as, event, as a legend? I would count Justin Credible as a legend. So okay. that's, that's, that's what we're... Okay. How about... Tommy Dreamer. That's that's not a bad one. But Impact is running that same night. So the thing is... <laughs> there goes the scribbles. Uh, so my, mine's going to be very out of left field. And I don't know why I'm saying this. Aiden left ball shorts. Mikey Whipwreck. Hazleton's own? Hazleton's own. Mikey Whipwreck. No, that's Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome's dead. No, then it's not Mike Awesome. It's Mikey, Mikey Whipwreck. Hazleton, Pennsylvania's own Mikey Whipwreck. I don't even know if he's scheduled to be at WrestleCon, but I just feel like that's a name that would show up at the Super Show. King Kong one day. Oh. I sent you that picture of what they, what they put in his, like, prison. Yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> Deceased. Oh, who's going to be a legend? Mm. I mean, it's very impossible to guess, because, like, I would have never guessed Jerry fucking Lawler, who was under WWE contract in a million years. <laughs> So, like, it could be anybody. Shannon Moore was there a couple years ago. Like, it could be anybody. So just throw out your obscure legend, and it's, there's a chance. Crowbar? Charlie Haas. But, uh... That could happen. No, uh, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go Jake Hager. Oh, so... <laughs> I didn't think we were classifying that as a legend, but okay. Okay. Yeah, well, you wanna go Jack Swagger? If you think Jack Swagger's a legend, you go Jack Swagger. He's like an active competitor on like a full time basis. So. Okay, you're you're right. Let me think of somebody here. You said you said uh, the TNA's running that night. Yes. Whatever the fuck it is now. Impact wrestling. Impact wrestling. The beard uh, knows wrestling. He does. He does indeed. And uh, I know who it's gonna be. It's Taz. If Taz fucking shows up, I will lose it. It's gonna be Taz. You're wrong though, because he put two Z's. It'd be one Z Taz. Close my knee. I shouldn't make that sound. No, Jesus. but uh, it's gonna be Taz to make okay. an appearance. Does okay. he have to wrestle? Because Taz isn't wrestling. He has to at least make an in-ring appearance. It doesn't necessarily have to be a match. Because I mean, Jerry Lawler technically wrestled a match, but he threw a fireball at a dick and left. So <laughs> collected, collected his hot dog and a handshake and went the fuck home. It's a good thing Joey Ryan did not pop a blue chew before getting a fireball thrown at it. Yeah, that'd be a. Like the fucking Olympic, be like the Olympic torch. It would be like the Olympic torch. I like that. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with Taz. We just picked 
the two most stupid <laughs> picks for these legends. But you've seen the WrestleCon highlights. That's who it always it is. is. It's yeah. If Mikey Whipwreck shows up, I'll never mind. But uh, that's okay, it. that's, so our, that's, that's our predictions. Little little differentiators. I'm I'm regretting the Braun pick. That's the one I'm really not feeling good about. I like my LA pick there. I think that's very possible. But I also think, like you said, Bra- Braun winning would be a swerve because everyone expects him to lose. Yeah. So. But I also think they forgot uh, that Braun is good. I don't think they forgot. I think we all. Well, he's not good anymore. I think, I think Braun might have forgot. Yeah. Um, like what happened? What happened to the guy that was throwing fucking chairs across the goddamn arena? In in a great feud with the company's top guy. I don't know. No one knows. All right, stand up next for the Canadian Fact of the Week. Yeah. And this is the long one. This, this is 56 minutes of predictions. Well, we just fucking predicted. A whole weekend, yeah. We just predicted. S- 30 matches. It should be 30. Uh, 16, 11, and 5. Should be 30. If it's not 30. Or 14, 11, and 5. Yeah, 30. Yeah. Right. 30 and two bonuses, so 32. Yeah. So, damn, we should have found three more bonuses to make it 35. With some great. Number WrestleMania with is. some great conversation. Yeah, there's a... That's some good stuff there, brother, brother. All right, we'll see you in the next segment for the Kane Fact of the Week. This week's Kane Fact of the Week is brought to you by Jacobs, the WrestleCon Super Show. Personal act there. That was weak. It was weak. Kane, unlike every other single WWE slash F superstar, has beat up the same... Oh, I know where this is going. The same sports legend at three separate WrestleManias. He teamstoned. He teamstoned? Tombstoned the greatest hitter of all time, Pete Rose. Greatest gambler of times. all time, too. He wasn't a very good gambler. <laughs> so that's our week, friend. That's this week's Kane Fact of the Week. I even gave you the break on doing the schedule, and you're still stuttering. I, right I have the inability to speak, <laughs> and we will see you next week for our review. Live from New York. It's Champions Advantage, not live.